for transformation. As Christ followers, our role is to help people get conversational airtime. When we begin to consider these things with our friends, they almost always find instant resonance. How can it be otherwise? God's design was intentional. I want to help us come to grips with these architectural plans God uses. He gives us a lot of hints and clues, but if you're like me, they may be so subterranean we miss them. Conversations in everyday life often swirl around things such as meaning, what am I doing here, happiness, and wholeness, brokenness. These conversations might not always use that language, but they are happening. What would happen if we began to understand the deepest designs of the human heart and started the conversation there? While learning old patterns and practices has been hard for me, unlearning stories I was convinced I had all figured out has been even harder. In sharing some of my story, I hope we will not only discover new ways to engage people, hints and clues to approaches, but also unlearn an abbreviated story and learn a sweeping narrative story of what God wants to do in a human life, learning the full message. Unlearning and new learning are never easy. The Axis Point in his book, Deep Change, Robert Quinn observes that people and organisms have only two options, slow death or deep change. For the Church of Jesus to make deep change, individuals will need to make deep and profound changes. We live in an axis point of cultural transition, making the need for deep change even more acute. We weren't too effective in the dying modern world, so now we get to see how well we can engage the world of post-modernity. We face a similar situation to that of two of the great Protestant reformers who went before us, Martin Luther and John Calvin. What makes their circumstances so instructive is that they too lived at a transitional node between eras. For them, it was the transition from the Middle Ages into the modern world. For us, it is the transition from the modern to the postmodern world. For them and for us, the issue is our inability to disembed our Christianity from one dying worldview and re-engage it in fresh ways in the new emerging world. We need to learn how Luther and Calvin handled Nicholas Copernicus and Galileo Galilei. The prevailing worldview of the day, the cosmology that held sway throughout the Middle Ages, had the earth at the center. This was known as geocentrism. Geo equals earth, centrism equals center. The theologians of the time period, including Luther and Calvin, knew that this had to be the way the world was, because Joshua prayed for the sun to stand still, and it did. In other words, for this text to be correct, Luther and Calvin reasoned, the earth must be at the center, with the sun rotating around it. When the Tuscan physicist and astronomer Galileo Galilei teamed up with the Polish astronomer Nicholas Copernicus to present their findings, it didn't go over well with the church. Their calculations had the sun situated at the center of the solar system. Heliocentrism. Helio equals sun. Overturning the accepted and assumed cosmology of over a millennium and a half presented by Claudius Ptolemaeus. Luther's and Calvin's responses to these findings were unequivocal. Copernicus and Galileo were considered heretics for not submitting their science to the word of God and therefore were worthy of being burned at the stake. 
Hindsight gives us the huge advantage of seeing the conflict clearly. Luther and Calvin didn't realize how much of their Christianity and biblical understanding were meshed with the current culture of the day. In this particular case, they were reading the Bible through the lens of prevailing cosmology and assuming that this description could never change. In contemporary biblical studies, we have since adopted principles of Bible study that accommodate the worldview of the biblical characters. We realize that they couldn't have had any other worldview than the one they were exposed to, and therefore we have to accommodate their historical milieu when we read the text. All Christianity is expressed through culture. There is no neutral and correct version, only cultural expressions attempting to faithfully reflect the biblical witness. For me, the best way to summarize the problem Luther and Calvin faced is this. They simply didn't know how to disembed their understanding of Christianity from a departing medieval worldview and how to engage a newly emerging modern worldview.